0: Section 23 of the Sikh Religion Sacred Writings and Authors Volume 6 by Max Arthur Macaulay this LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 23 Hymns of Sheikh Farid Miscellaneous Religious Instruction Asa saith Sheikh Farid, My dear friends, attach yourselves to God this body shall become dust and its abode be the unhonoured grave to-day god can be met sheikh farid if thou restrain the feelings which agitate thy mind had i known that i should die and not return again i would not have devoted myself to this false world and ruined myself honestly speak the truth utter not falsehood the disciple ought to travel by the way the guru pointeth out when the lover is saved the heart of the beloved taketh courage thou who turnest to the glitter of gold shalt be split in twain by the saw o sheik no man's life is permanent in this world how many have sat on the seats on which we sit as kulangs come in kartik forest fires in chet lightning in Sawan, as woman's arms adorn her husband's neck in winter so transitory things pass away reflect on this in thy mind man taketh six months to form and one moment to break up the earth asked heaven saith farid how many pilots had passed away some have been burnt others are in the cemeteries and their souls suffer reproaches from the angels of death Farids longing to meet god suhi on account of the severe burning of high fever induced by separation from god i wring my hands i have grown crazy longing for my spouse thou o spouse wast angry with me in thy heart it was through my demerits and not my spouse's fault my lord i did not know thy worth i have lost my youth and repent too late o black cockle why art thou black the cockle i have been burnt by separation from my beloved can she who is separated from her beloved ever be happy if the Lord be merciful, he will cause me to meet him. Painful is the well into which lone woman hath fallen. She hath no companions and no helper. Thou hast mercifully, O God, caused me to meet thy saints. When I look again, God is my helper. My way is thoroughly tedious, it is sharper than a two-edged sword and very narrow. Over that is my passage, Sheikh Farid. Prepare thyself betimes for that road, Slacks of Sheikh Farid one the day that woman was to be married was previously fixed the spouse the angel of death of whom we have heard hath come to show his face having cracked the bones of the body he will take away the poor soul the time recorded cannot be altered explain this to thy soul the soul is the bride death the bridegroom he will marry her and take her away as she goeth whose neck shall she run to embrace with her arms have you not heard of the bridge of sarat which is finer than a hair farid when the summons cometh arise and deceive yourselves not Two, farid since i walk in the way of the world it is difficult to be like the darwesh at god's gate i have tied and taken up my bundle of worldliness whither shall i go to throw it away Three. i know nothing i see nothing the world is a smouldering fire my master did well to warn me otherwise i too should have been burnt Four, farid had i known my sesames were to be so few i should have husbanded my handfuls had i known that the bridegroom was so young i should have been less vain five had i known that my dress was opening i should have put a fast knot on it so great as thou i have found none i have seen and wandered the world over Six Farid, if thou have acute wisdom, write not a black mark against others, bend thy head and look beneath thy collar. Seven Farid, if men beat thee with their fists, beat them not in return, nay, kiss their feet and go home. Eight Farid, when it was time for thee to earn, thou wast in love with the world, death's foundations are strong when the last breath is drawn, thy soul shall be packed away nine see farid what hath occurred thy beard hath grown grey the future is near the past is left far behind ten see farid what hath occurred sugar hath become poison to whom shall i tell my sorrow except to my lord eleven farid mine eyes have seen enough and mine ears heard enough the tree of the body hath become ripe and hath assumed another colour twelve farid hath any one who enjoyed not her spouse when her hair was black enjoyed him when her hair was grey love thy spouse so shall the colour of thy hair be restored guru amar das offers the following objection to this couplet 13 farid whether man's hair be black or grey the lord is ever present if any one remember him even if all men desire to love god they will not succeed by their own endeavors this cup of love belongeth to god he giveth it to whom he pleaseth fourteen for i have seen those eyes which charm the world they could not endure the streak of lamp-black yet in them birds have hatched their young fifteen Farid, men shout and shriek and ever give advice but how can they whom the devil hath led astray turn their thoughts to god sixteen farid if thou long for the lord of all become the grass on the pathway for men to tread on when one man breaketh thee and another trampleth on thee then shalt thou enter the court of the lord seventeen farid revile not dust there is nothing like it when we are alive it is beneath our feet when we are dead it is above us eighteen farid where there is greed what love can there be where there is greed the love is false how long canst thou pass thy time in a broken hut in the rain nineteen farid why wanderest thou from forest to forest breaking down branches and thorns it is in the heart god dwelleth why seekest thou him in the forest twenty farid with these spindle shanks i have traversed plains and mountains but to-day for farid to lift his jug hath become as toilsome as a journey of hundreds of miles 21. Farid, the nights have grown long. My sides ache and ache. Curse on the lives of those who have hopes other than in God. The following was written on Farid's missing, the visit of a holy friend who had come to see him. 22. Farid, had I been present, when my friend came I would have devoted myself to him. Now my body burneth like matter on the cinders, and I cannot pay him a return visit. 23. Farid, the yacht. Planteth the kakar, yet he wanteth the grape tree of Bejower. He spinneth wool, yet he wanteth to wear silk. Twenty-four Fareed in the streets there is mud. The house of my dear friend, whom I love, is distant. If I go to him, I shall wet my blanket. If I remain at home, our love shall be severed. Twenty five, O God, though thou send thy rain and wet and drench my blanket yet shall i go to meet that friend so that our love may not be severed it is said that when farid was one day putting on his turban it slipped from his hand the following was composed on the occasion twenty six farid i fear that my turban will be soiled my thoughtless soul knoweth not that dust will rot my head also twenty seven sugar unrefined and refined Loaf, sugar, molasses, honey, and buffalo's milk are all sweet things, but not, O God, so sweet as thou twenty eight Farid my bread is made of wood, hunger is my condiment. They who eat buttered bread shall suffer great pain twenty nine eat hard, dry bread, and drink cold water. Farid, on seeing another's buttered bread, let not thy heart long for it. thirty I slept not with my husband last night, my body is pining away go ask the wife whom her husband hath put away how she passeth the night guru amar das has given the following reply to this question thirty one she findeth no entrance to the house of her father-in-law and no place with her parents can she for whom her husband careth not be called a happy wife thirty two woman whether in this world or the next belongeth to her spouse the inaccessible and unfathomable one nanak she is a happy wife who is pleasing to god the unconcerned thirty three they who bathe and wash and adorn themselves and then heedlessly sleep regardless of their spouses farid are as it were smeared all over with asafetida and the perfume of their musk departeth thirty four i dread not the departure of youth if my spouse's love depart not therewith farid how often hath youth become dry and withered without love thirty five farid my bed is anxiety its bottom affliction its mattress and coverlet separation from god such is my life do thou o true god look upon me thirty six men continually speak of love o love thou art a monarch farid deem the body in which there is not love a place of cremation thirty seven Farid pleasures are like poisonous sprouts smeared with sugar. Some die while planting them, others are ruined while gathering them. thirty eight. Farid, men have lost the four watches of the day in wandering and the four watches of the night in sleep. God will call for thine account and ask why thou camest into the world. thirty nine. Farid, when thou wentest to the gate of the court, sawest thou not the gong when that sinless thing is thus beaten, what shall be the condition of us sinners? forty it is beaten every gari and receiveth complete punishment at the end of every watch so the body like the gong passeth a painful night forty one Sheikh farid hath grown old and his body hath begun to totter were he to live even for hundreds of years his body would become dust at last forty two saith farid allow me not o lord to sit and beg at another's gate if that is how thou art about to treat me then take the life from my body forty three o blacksmith thou goest to the forest with thine axe on thy shoulder and thy water pot on thy head saith farid i am longing for my lord thou art longing for charcoal forty four farid some have a great deal of flour others have not even salt when they have all departed it will be known who shall suffer punishment forty five they who had drums and trumpets and umbrellas over their heads and bards to sound their praises went to sleep in the cemetery and were buried as if they had been poor orphans 46 farid they who built houses mansions and lofty palaces also departed false was their business and they dropped into their graves 47 farid there are many tax on the patch coat to make it last but there are no such tax on the soul sheikhs and their disciples have departed each in his turn 48 farid while the two lamps of man's eyes are shining the angel of death cometh and seateth himself on his body he captureth the fortress robbeth it of the soul and having put out the lamp departed forty nine Farid see what happeneth to cotton what befalleth sesame sugar-cane paper earthen utensils and charcoal the punishment they receive awaiteth those who do evil fifty Farid men carry prayer carpets on their shoulders wear a sufi's robe and speak sweetly but there are knives in their hearts externally they appear bright but in their hearts is sable night fifty one Farid. if any one were to cut my body not a drop of blood would issue from it since the body which is dyed with god containeth no blood on this couplet guru Amar das made the following commentary fifty two this body is all blood the body cannot exist without blood but the blood of greed entereth not the body which is dyed with its lord when the fear of the lord entereth the heart the body groweth lean and the blood of greed departeth from it as metals are purified by fire so the fear of the lord removeth the filth of evil inclinations nanak that man is handsome who is dyed with the love of god fifty three Farid search the lake where the real thing is to be found what availeth it to search in a pond One's hand merely sinketh into the mud fifty four farid the little girl did not enjoy her spouse when she grew up she died lying in the grave she calleth i have not met thee o my lord fifty five farid the hair of my head is grey my beard is grey my moustaches also are grey o my heedless and insensate soul why art thou devoted to sensual pleasures fifty six farid how far canst thou run on a housetop banish thine indifference to the dear one the days which were counted and allotted thee have passed away in vain 57 farid attach not thy heart to houses mansions and lofty palaces when unwealable earth falleth on thee thou shalt have no friend 58 farid set not thy heart on mansions and wealth think upon the grave remember that place whither thou must go fifty nine farid forsake these occupations from which no advantage resulteth lest thou be put to shame in the court of the lord sixty farid perform the service of the lord dispel the doubts of thy heart darweshes require the endurance of trees sixty one farid black are my clothes black my vestment i wander about defiled by sin yet men call me a darwesh sixty two that which hath been rotted by water Will not bloom if it be kept immersed in it farid the wife rejected by god ever and ever grieveth sixty three when a woman is a virgin she is happy when she is married her troubles begin farid she hath this regret that she cannot again become a virgin sixty four the swans have alighted in a little tank of brackish water they dip in their bills but drink not they thirst to fly away sixty five the swans fly away and alight on a field of codra. people go to drive them away heedless people know not that swans eat not sixty six the birds which occupied the lake have flown away farid the full lake shall also pass away and the lotuses alone remain sixty seven Farid bricks shall be thy pillow thou shalt sleep beneath the earth worms shall eat thy flesh How many ages shall pass away for thee lying on one side? 68, Farid, the beautiful water-pot shall be broken. The excellent rope shall part therefrom. In whose house shall the angel Azrael be a guest today? 69, the beautiful water-pot shall be broken. The excellent rope shall part therefrom. How shall our friends who were a burden to the earth return now? 70, saith Farid, thou dog who prayest not this custom of thine is not good thou never goest to the mosque at the five times of prayer seventy one rise in the morning farid perform thine ablutions repeat thy prayer cut off the head which boweth not to the lord seventy two what is to be done to the head which boweth not to the lord burn it instead of firewood under the earthen pot seventy three Farid, where are the father and mother who gave thee birth they have departed from thee art thou not yet convinced that the world is unstable seventy four make thy heart a plain level all its hollows and hills and the fire of hell shall never approach thee hereafter guru arjan makes the following observation on this seventy five o farid the creator dwelleth in creation and creation in the creator whom callest thou bad since there is none beside him 76 if my throat had been cut on the same day as my navel string i should not have fallen into such trouble nor undergone such hardship 77 my teeth my feet mine eyes mine ears have ceased their functions the body crieth aloud those acquaintances have gone away 78 farid do good for evil clothe not thy heart with anger thus shall thy body not suffer pain and thou shalt obtain everything Seventy nine farid the birds are guests in the beautiful garden of the world the morning drum beateth make preparations for thy departure 80 farid musk is distributed at night they who sleep obtain no share of it how can they whose eyes are asleep obtain it 81 farid i thought i alone had sorrow but the whole world also hath sorrow when i ascended an eminence and looked i found the same anguish in every house guru arjan replies to this as follows 82 farid in the midst of this fair earth there is a thorny garden but the man favoured by the spiritual guide feeleth not its prickles 83 farid few are bound who love the dear one they who do find their lives happy and their persons beautiful 84 o river destroy not thy bank thou too must give an account the river floweth whithersoever god willeth eighty five farid my days have passed in sorrow and my nights in anguish the ferryman standeth up and shouteth the wind is driving the boat into the whirlpool eighty six the long river of life floweth and wasteth away its banks if the ferryman be on the alert what harm can the whirlpool do the boat eighty seven farid there are twenty friends in words but if thou search for one real friend thou shalt not find him i'm suffering like smouldering fuel for my beloved friends 88 farid these people are ever barking who can endure the continual annoyance i've stopped mine ears and i care not how much wind is blowing 89 farid god's dates are ripe rivers of honey flow past them the days that pass in enjoying them are profitable to my life 90 farid my dry body hath become a skeleton ravens peck at the hollows of my hands and feet up to the present god hath not come to mine aid behold his servants misfortune Ninety-one, O ravens you have searched my skeleton and eaten all my flesh but touch not these two eyes as i hope to behold my beloved Ninety-two, O ravens peck not at my skeleton if haply you sit on it then fly away at any rate eat not the flesh from where my lord dwelleth in my skeleton ninety three Farid the wretched tomb calleth out o homeless come home you shall assuredly come to me fear not death ninety four how many hath departed before my very eyes farid men have different anxieties and i have mine ninety five god saith if thou reform thyself thou shalt meet me on meeting me thou shalt be happy farid if thou remain mine all the world shall be thine ninety six how long shall the trees on the banks retain their place if thou put water into a frail vessel how long will it remain Ninety-seven. places have become empty and their occupants gone below the wretched graves take possession of souls o sheikh say good-bye to your friends thou must depart to-day or to-morrow death hath no more a boundary than a river which washeth away its banks when death appeareth hell burneth in front terrible cries and sounds of woe are heard to some all understanding hath come, others wander about recklessly. Men's acts in this world shall bear witness in God's court. Ninety nine farid the crane sitteth on the bank of the river and sporteth while it is sporting. The hawk suddenly striketh it when the hawk of God striketh it, it forgetteth its sport. God hath accomplished such things as could never have been conceived. One hundred a body of three and a half mans is moved by water and grain. Man entereth the world, entertaining high hopes when the angel of death cometh, he will break open every door he will take man prisoner in the presence of his dear brethren. Lo, man departeth on the shoulders of four men, Farid, but the good acts he performed in this world shall be serviceable to him in God's court. One hundred and one Farid, I am a sacrifice to those birds which live in the forests, they live on fruit, sleep on the ground, and never leave God's side one hundred and two for either season changes the forest wave the leaves drop off i have searched in every direction but found no place of rest one hundred and three for tear thy coat into tatters and wear a blanket instead adopt a dress by which thou mayest obtain the lord guru amar das makes the following reflection on this couplet one hundred and four why tear thy coat and put on a blanket nanak if thine intentions be good seated at home thou shalt find the lord ram das has added the following one hundred and five o farid they who were proud of their greatness and possessed youth and untold wealth went away bare from the lord like a hillock after rain one hundred and six Farid terrible are the countenances of those who have forgotten the name here they have abundant sorrow and hereafter neither house nor home one hundred and seven Farid, if thou awake not in the end of the night thou art dead while alive even if thou forget god god will not forget thee guru arjan has here composed the following four couplets one hundred and eight farid the bridegroom is merry and far beyond all need to be dyed with god is the true decoration one hundred and nine farid treat pain and pleasure as the same banish sin from thy heart consider what pleaseth god as good and thou shalt gain his court one hundred and ten farid the world playeth as mammon maketh it play thou too playest with it the soul for which god careth playeth not 111 farid the heart is dyed with the world though the world be worthless to be like fakirs is difficult their excellence can only be obtained by perfect acts farid then proceeds 112 devotion in the beginning of the night is the blossom in the end of the night the fruit they who watch obtain gifts from the lord guru nanak offers the following objection to this doctrine 113 gifts are the lord's what can prevail against him some who are awake Receive them not; others who are asleep, he awaketh, and conferreth presents upon. Farid continues to expound his doctrines. One hundred and fourteen: Thou who searchest for thy spouse must have some fault in thyself. She who is called a good wife never looketh for any one else. One hundred and fifteen: Make patience thy bow, patience thy bowstring, patience thine arrow, and the Creator will not allow thee to miss thy mark. One hundred and sixteen. With such patience, do the patient mortify their bodies. They thus become near God, but tell their secrets to no one. One hundred and seventeen. This patience is the main object. If thou, O mortal, adopt it, thou shalt become a great river and not a separate branch thereof. One hundred and eighteen. Farid to be a darwesh at God's gate is difficult. My love for God is only on the surface. Few there are who walk in the way of the darweshes at God's gate one hundred and nineteen my body is heated like an oven my bones burn like firewood were my feet to tire i would walk on my head to meet the beloved guru nanak has here composed the following couplet one hundred and twenty heat not thy body like an oven burn not thy bones like firewood what harm have thy head and feet done thee behold the beloved within thee the following is by guru Ramdas. one hundred and twenty one i go searching for the friend but the friend is with me knock the unseen is not seen but the pious show the way to him the following couplets have been contributed by guru amar das one hundred and twenty two the crane seeing the swan swimming conceived a desire to swim but the poor crane was drowned and its body turned upside down one hundred and twenty three i thought he was a great swan wherefore i associated with him had i known that he was only a wretched crane i would never have touched him one hundred and twenty four what mattereth it whether he whom god looketh on with favour be a swan or a crane nanak if it please god he can change a crow into a swan farid thus closes his spiritual instructions One hundred and twenty-five. in the lake there is but one bird while there are fifty snarers this body is immersed in the waves of the world o true one my hope is in thee One hundred and what is that word what those virtues what that priceless spell what dress shall i wear that i may captivate the spouse one hundred and twenty seven humility is the word forbearance the virtue civility the priceless spell make these three thy dress o sister and the spouse shall come into thy power one hundred and twenty eight there are few saints who though wise are simple though strong are weak and though having not divide what they have one hundred and twenty nine utter not one disagreeable word since the true lord is in all men Distress no one's heart. Every heart is a priceless jewel. One hundred and thirty. All men's hearts are jewels. To distress them is by no means good. If thou desire the beloved, distress no one's heart. End of section twenty-three.